with Nick and Big J. We start this morning with some rough news. If you are an aficionado of drive-in theaters, as I try to be. There's not a whole hell of a lot of them around here in Idaho. It's like four. Yeah. And the screen of one was severely damaged due to high winds that happened over the course of the last couple days. Remember that we were talking about that yesterday? Yeah. About how there were some serious winds going on? Uh, and so the Sunset Auto View Drive-In Theater in Grangeville ended up taking the bulk of the damage. It's been around for 65 years, and for only the second time in the history of the drive-in, the screen was damaged. Last time it happened was in 2007. Here's the problem. The, uh, the owner, Chris Wagner, says there's not a whole hell of a lot of people out there that specialize in repairing drive-in movie screens. I believe it. And so he's got to find somebody that's able to do the work because uh, by looking at some of the pictures of the screen, this thing is basically total. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we saw it happen and unfold in, uh, in the movie Twister. Correct. About how awful it can be to wait. And I grew up, Nick, in a small town uh, in Montana, and an even smaller town down the road had uh, we had we had a drive-in in our town, and then my uncle owned one in a town where uh, my mom was near where my mom was born and it like there's tornadoes there all the time so they would have to fix these up all the time damage to happen on a regular basis it's nuts he says uh last time back in 2007 when the screen was damaged because the high winds the the guy that did the repair work was 75 years old and he's like i'm not sure he's doing it anymore I would imagine it, it would be the same uh, a kind of group of people who you have to hire and fly in to fix an antenna. Yeah, yeah, like uh, there's like, a, it's a specialized. And, and we know of how work. much that can cost, right? Because uh, there's not a lot of drive-in theaters in the United States, so I can imagine there's even less people that know how to repair, fix, and construct it. Which means I'm running out of time, Big J. And uh, my bank account is not ready for that purpose. But I'm not ready to give up the dream. You understand me? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, last night, the college football national championship took place. How much of it did you watch? Big Every day? single snap. Nice, man. What'd you think? It was a great game, man. I mean, uh, back and forth, at least for the first half. Yeah, these the, the LSU Tigers ended up pulling away pretty handily there in the second half. 42-25, your final score. Uh, the first national championship for LSU since 2007. Their fourth overall, completing an undefeated season. Of course, uh, Joe Burrow, the Heisman Trophy winner, uh, ended up leading the team in the offense. Five touchdown passes, ran for another score. Uh, the most for a BCS or college football title game. There was just six touchdowns. He also set a single-season record with 65 touchdowns. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. He will be a Bengal, Big J. Do you understand? <laughs> well, it was nice knowing you, Joe say, Burrow. That will be the last we hear of uh, Joe Burrow. But uh, congratulations. Uh, hell of a season. Hell of a year. And uh, well done by the LSU Tigers knocking off Clemson, the defending champions, by the way. CBS has given the green light to a Silence of the Lambs spinoff that will follow Clary Starling. After the events of the film, series will be set in 1993. One year after Silence of the Lambs, it will delve into the untold personal story of Starling, who is played by Jodie Foster in the film, will not be played by her in the television series. Uh, the last time they went to series with a Silence of the Lambs spinoff, do you remember, Big J? Did you watch any of Hannibal? Uh, I did not, know. Uh, it is critically acclaimed. The fans love it. Mads? It is, is that the one yep, with Mads? That's the one. That's the one. Basically, they put him on the map for American audiences anyway. And so uh, it did pretty well. Uh, the, the creator of that has gone on to bigger, better things as well. Uh, so we'll see. CBS is banking on what NBC banked on. We'll see if it's as successful. 
It's Streaming Dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Not so much Netflix these days as it is Amazon Prime once again this time around. We have selected three movies and we have stripped away the stars, the director of, the studio that brought you stuff. And we're left with just something called a very brief and in some cases pretty generic plot description. For today's movies, Big J must select one of these movies to watch and review for you in a 24-hour period. Today's theme, Big J? Ooh, comic book movies. Uh, uh. Now, not necessarily will any of these movies be comic book movies, but in the case of each and every single one of these movies, one of the stars, maybe several of the stars, are attached to a property that you are familiar with in a comic book in cinematic universe. Not necessarily Marvel, but the movie comic book universe. You understand? Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Sure. Movie number one. Why not? Sam is a disenchanted 33-year-old who discovers a mysterious woman, Sarah, frolicking in his apartment swimming pool. When she vanishes, Sam embarks on a surreal quest across Los Angeles to decode the secret behind her disappearance, leading him to the murkiest depths of mystery, scandal, and conspiracy. Oh, my God. Movie number two. Couple travels to Sweden to visit their friend's rural hometown for its fabled festival, but what begins as an idyllic retreat quickly devolves into an increasingly violent and bizarre competition at the hands of a cult. Jim Carter! Jim Carter! Movie number three. Don't even bother. A bank robber stops at nothing to free his brother from prison, launching himself into a night-long odyssey through New York's dark and dangerous criminal underworld. Damn. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three. I like the way all three of these sound, Nick. Yeah, I think you're going to win either way, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, but I can't I can't ignore number two. I mean, it just, it's up my alley, man. All right, okay. Uh, movie number one was called Under the Silver Lake. That stars Andrew Garfield, who has a comic book movie connection. He played Spider-Man in two movies. Mm -hmm. It also stars Topher Grace, who also has a different but equal Spider-Man connection. Uh, Almost like multiverse right there. You uh, also passed on movie number three, which was called Good Time. That stars Robert Pattinson, who has a comic book connection as Batman. And Talia Webster, who uh, won an Best Actress Award at the uh, Cannes Film Festival for that particular movie. You will be seeing movie number two, which is called Midsummer. It stars Florence Pugh, who has a Marvel Cinematic Universe connection. She is going to be in the new Black Widow movie, playing Scarlett Johansson's sister. And Will Poulter, as well. It was a very well-reviewed movie. It was put together by the guy who did Hereditary, which was a movie you did not see. So we will see if you enjoy Midsummer. A movie streaming now on Amazon Prime. This does not look as cool as you made it sound Uh, in the description. It is simply the description that is on the the, uh, the accurate uh, print. I'm not sure if it's the IMDb, but if you go to Amazon, it is word for word the description. And it's two and a half hours. Get ready to live, buddy. You picked it. Big J will give you a review of this movie tomorrow. If you want to play the home game, it is called Midsummer. It is streaming now on Amazon Prime. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Have you seen the commercials, Big J, where uh, Fox Television is stealing our thunder? Stealing our thunder? Correct. Taking an idea that we have pitched for the last 13 years, beating the drum hard, and now they're trying to take credit for it. No, which idea? I mean, it happens all the time, so... Ah, it's true. They are trying to push the idea of what they're calling Super Monday. Just from that. Well, you know, all due respect 
I don't think that we were the originators of this idea. No, but I don't believe that anybody else has pitched what we have pitched, which is, I think, an accurate and understandable solution to the problem, which is what we uh, defined, I think, well over a decade ago as the holiday swap. Which is, I understand. For Columbus Day? Yeah, I understand. Companies yeah. don't want to give their pay employees another paid day off, another holiday. That's cool. So take Columbus Day. Take it. And we'll take Super Bowl Monday off. And everybody would be happy. Because yeah. Columbus Day is obsolete anyway. Nobody cares about it. Not only obsolete, but just, you know, insensitive. Right. I'll even give you President's Day if you want, because that's a little bit closer. I mean, that way it's not the October, July, whoa, or January swap. Whoa, whoa, sure, whoa. take the February date. They're, they're both dates fall in February anyway. As long as we can still put our flags out. But listen, you can do whatever you want to celebrate President's okay. Day. I'm telling you, I'll work on President's Day if you want to give me the Monday. Yeah, off yeah, the I Super think Bowl. that would be. God, wouldn't that be great? Let's just do that anyways. Let's start doing it. <laughs> just tell the bosses, listen. We already have to flip flip out some, uh, or use duty ways, some holidays. Yeah, no, we still have to. Yeah, sure. Uh, so the uh, TV network Fox is now encouraging viewers to take that day off. The network will is launching an on-air campaign encouraging people to take off on what they are calling Super Monday. There are a number of commercials prepped to push this idea. They include appearances by celebrities. Maybe that's what it is. We don't have the celebrity weight behind us. How dare you? The idea for Super Monday, they said, came to Fox TV this year after it showed that out of the nearly 100 million viewers who watched the Super Bowl, nearly 17 million missed the next day of work. Purposely or unpurposely. man. That's a lot. And so they decided to start making this move this year. So it's new to them, apparently. They didn't think about it until just now, according to what the story just said. Clearly. I'm telling you. Ahead of the game. When do we get the credit we deserve, Big J? Never. All right. I'll wait. Major League Baseball handed out some punishments after the Houston Astros were caught stealing signals on their way to a World Series championship. The Houston Astros fired manager A.J. Hinch and general manager Jeff Lunhow yesterday after they were suspended for the entire 2020 season by Major League Baseball in the sign-stealing scandal. Houston was also fined five million dollars. Have to forfeit their next first two se- for their next two first and second round draft picks. The probe found that during the Astros World Series 2017 run and in 2018, they did use a video feed from a center field camera at home games to steal the opposing catcher signs, and then players banged on trash cans to signal the batters which pitch was coming. Rob Manfred said the Boston Red Sox manager Alex Cora, who was the Astros bench coach in 2017 developed the system and strongly hinted that Cora will also face tough punishment and by the way it was probably doing some of this stuff for the Red Sox too yeah he the very next year the Red Sox won the World Series I bet I bet he gets he gets three years suspension Manfred said no Astros player will be disciplined because he decided back in 2017 to hold a team's manager and GM responsible for the signs dealing violations which is weird because I think everybody was complicit in it well, here's the thing, though. You would have to you'd have to prove that every one of them had involvement in it. That would just be a mess. Right, right. But uh, either way, they're not vacating championships. They're not vacating titles. Uh, but, yeah, I'm guessing Alex Cora gets in trouble, too. And the Red Sox probably did a little bit of this on their way to a World Series championship while they were at it. Uh, will this uh, prevent others from doing it? I'm not sure. This is not nearly as fun as the steroid era. 
No, no. I mean, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, the steroid era had some fan entertainment. You know what I mean? Attached to it. We had we had records being shattered. Yeah. We had balls getting we, jacked out of stadiums. We had a race between Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. What do we have out of this? Banging on a damn garbage can. A couple of World Series championships, though. Something that Sammy Sosa or Mark McGuire could not do. the Dodgers. Dude, the Dodgers. <laughs> they were victims of both of those World Series. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Uh, but, it, 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 you know, interesting to see, and that's the punishment handed out. We'll see what ends up happening to Alex Cork. You heard Pearl Jam not too long ago. Uh, they're going to release their 11th studio album called Gigaton on March 27th. Josh Evans and Pearl Jam produced the album. It'll be the first studio album since Lightning Bolt, which came out in 2013. Dance of the Clairvoyance is going to be the single that we're going to get. We'll get it in a couple weeks. Mike McCready said that making this record was a long journey, but it was fun to do, and they're looking forward to releasing it. Jeff Amant plays bass for the band Pearl Jam, and he told us a while back that Pearl Jam decided a while ago, uh, we're not going to really set any deadlines for us when it comes to making new music. I, I think we learned that after the first two records. You know, I think whenever you tell somebody, like, well, I think, you know, we could get it done by July, then July 1st, they're at your door, you know? And so we've always just said, well, it'll kind of be done when it's done. In support of the brand new album, Pearl Jam will embark on a North American tour going on in March and April. It's a 16-day tour. Kicks off March 18th in Toronto. The closest they will be is April 9th in Denver, Colorado at the Pepsi Center. So if you're looking to see some Pearl Jam in 2020, at least for the first leg, you're going to have to road trip it a little bit. Won't you gentlemen have a Pepsi? It'd be nice. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. The following We're Going to Hell story is not family friendly, so earmuffs, kids. As we head to Thailand for today's We're Going to Hell story. And we will start with a lesson that the doctor said right after this whole thing happened. And the doctor basically said, hey, listen, heads up. If you get your junk caught in something after a couple of minutes and you can't budge, probably good to see a doctor right away. Because what what does that mean? What this doctor does not recommend is waiting five full days, which is what a 21-year-old man in Thailand did after he made himself a DIY sex toy and it just went sideways. Didn't follow the instructions. So what this guy ended up deciding to do is he was like, listen, it's time to get it on. I'm going to make my very own sex toy. I've got a black sock. Perfect. And then I'm going to use a metal pipe, you know, for friction, as it were. Oh, my God. And here's what happened, Big J. It worked well for a couple minutes. And then uh, when I guess his business was done, he realized... Oh no! Oh no! 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 I uh, I can't I can't can't seem to remove it from this toy that I created. What what have I done? Uh, he said, despite the fact that quote the pain was excruciating, he decided to hide his issue. How are you gonna hide that? Five days, dude. How do you hide that? I don't know. I do not know. I mean, obviously he wasn't going to work and stuff. So, I don't know what he did to hide it. I don't know what that means. Like, I don't know, walking around with a blanket or something? I'm not sure. Hey, 
Is that you just happy to see me, or is no, that no. a pipe in your pants? Nope. 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 And he said he tried a whole bunch of different lubricants to try to remove it. It didn't work. And when the pain became unbearable, he decided to go into the hospital. Now listen, this is where it's going to get real gross, guys. Oh, no. Do you know what happens when blood gets cut off for five days, Big J? Yeah, I would think that they would die. Yeah, things start to rot. Oh like my. your flesh. Your flesh starts to rot. You understand what I'm telling you? Yeah. His skin started to rot, okay? Hence the unbearable pain, right? He's got rotten junk. So he calls the paramedics. The paramedics still can't cut through this pipe. They apparently went through 25 blades and could not cut through whatever pipe this guy was using as his sex toy. And so they had to take him into the hospital. Doctors had to put him under. Three-hour surgery. They finally were able to remove his rotting junk from inside the contraption. It was not good. And somehow, some way, they were able to save some of it. They're still waiting to see how much is going to be gone. Because, listen, there's rotten skin, man. It's not, it's not going to be perfect. I wonder how this happens, though. Like, how? why did it get caught in the pipe? Do you like, really want to know? Because I can give you an explanation. Yeah, yeah. You understand how blood flow works, right? Right. And so once uh, things happen and you have some blood flow down there, it obviously uh, constricts it. And what happened was it got stuck in this, like, ridge inside the pipe, and then the blood never escaped ah, the okay. part of it. And so it ended up just getting stuck. Because I think you would just assume that after the business, it would deflate. But correct, but because it was so good to go, it ended up just getting stuck. It was stuck. too snug. Yes, yes, essentially, yes. And they said, really, he actually, he actually, probably would have been okay if he had not used the sock. The sock well, ended who up. Who wants that right against a pipe? I mean, you know where you don't ever know where that pipe's been. That's my whole point, though. You shouldn't. You shouldn't use a pipe. <laughs> we I mean, are. We are a despicable. <laughs> species <laughs> of self-fulfillment <laughs> and then and then you know like i mean listen it takes a dirty filthy filthy mind to come up with this idea to do it and then we're so damn embarrassed and s just grossed out by ourselves that we can't go seek help when things have gone awry right until it's much too late i mean sometimes you just gotta take the pride hit man i, I mean because otherwise look at this now look at was it worth it? I guarantee it wasn't. I guarantee you it wasn't. Nope. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Stay out of pipes. It's the X-Rocks. That is Green Day. That is when I come around here on 100.3, the X-Rocks. And finally, Big J, it appears the presents came around. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I had One had to be customized, and, and after what? it came, yeah, I was like, ah, this wasn't worth the wait, probably. But you know, I'll let you decide. It's wait, your present. Are you disappointed in it? I thought it would be, uh, I mean, I'm not disappointed with it. I still like the idea, but I, I feel like now it's drawn out so much that it's going to be uh, disappointing to everybody concerned, but, uh, you know. Hey, it's a beanie. Yeah, there you go. Nice. It's, uh, it's a new beanie. Oh, I like this one. It's very it, nice. It's uh, salute a Packers to service. Yeah, salute to service uh, beanie because uh, the salute to service jerseys uh, are very expensive. Thank you, man. And, oh, and this is the customized one? Yeah. Oh. It's very nice. It's a thermos. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a tumbler. Okay. What they call a tumbler. 
So nice, man. It's got it's got your name etched on it. Thank you, and a Packers logo. Yeah, yeah. So you've got this water cup, and yes. which which might be sentimental. No, it's not. Okay, it's it, just it, it's, here. It's really uh, not that great looking, and it, it's open. You know, it doesn't have a top on it. So are you embarrassed could, by my Pokemon cup? No, no, not at all. I'm just saying people could put stuff in it. At will, and I don't want to see you get poisoned here at work. Do you think somebody's so, going to poison me? I mean, I've tried several times. Oh, my God. But, Thank goodness I watched it uh, So day. the tumbler, which has your name on it, nobody can take it now from you? Nobody else can claim it. They know it's mine, and I. Uh, it's very nice. Thank you, man. Yeah, that'll keep stuff nice and cold. All right. I and, will use it. And, uh, you know, right in time for the NFC uh, championship game. Yeah, obviously, that's exactly what you were planning, right? I, I could have planned it better. Thank God they won the game. So Otherwise, did you did you order it from the Packers site? Is that why it took no, forever? No, NFL shop. Oh, my God. I mean, well, and, you know, it was so it had to be, you know, they had to put your name on it. Right. But I didn't realize it was going to take three weeks, three, four weeks. I mean, it was ridiculous. Well, it is three letters, so it's probably one le- one week per letter for the Nick on it. It makes sense, right? Yeah. It's nice, though. Thank you, man. Merry Christmas, Big J. Yeah. I appreciate it. You can put hot and cold things in Right. There. I mean, I don't drink hot things, but I will definitely yeah. uh, put some water in here. Can I put soda in it? Is that okay? Yeah, of course. It's a little bit off-putting, though, I imagine. But Why? I will use it for my water every single morning. I'll throw away my Squirtle cup. I don't need it anymore. Thank you very much. Thank you, man. Uh, see, I try to be thoughtful. It is. It's good. It's an upgrade, and I will use oh, it on man. the daily. And I feel much better now. And I will wash it as well. Uh, even just to protect myself, especially after I've known, now I know you've been trying to kill me. <laughs> I saw your beanie today because you're wearing another Packer yes. uh, hat, and I'm like, oh boy. Uh, now, But now you've got a good selection of them. I do. I've got a bunch of Packer hats, and I'm happy to add more to the uh, array. But And I thought the select, the service one, uh, th- those those things that they, they put out every year are just sharp looking. They They're look really great. Nice. And, uh, you know, the purchases, uh, they, they put some of that to a great cause, so... There you go. Thank you very much, Big J. I appreciate it. It was worth the wait as far as I'm concerned. Thanks, man, for saying that. You didn't have to. Morning After with Nick and Big J on the way. Some important stuff. Let's not forget you got your pop culture smackdown. Important stuff. What's going on in the news today? On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Hey, Big J. How are you sleeping these days? Ah, Pretty good. Yeah? It's because you sleep fully nude? No. Uh, But it could be because... It's winter, man. The American Academy of Sleep Medicine says that 34% of Americans report that they definitely sleep better and more in the winter, compared to 10% say that they sleep less during this time of year. In the summer, those numbers are almost exactly reversed. 36% say that's the time that they uh, sleep less, and 9% say they sleep more. Dr. Kelly Cardin says that the shorter days during the winter create a great natural opportunity to spend more time sleeping because it gets darker sooner, so you get a little bit more tired. I find myself getting tired a little bit earlier these days, right? Yeah, just think if you didn't do the daylight savings thing, how fast you'd be asleep. It'd be nice. That's all we're trying to say. Another thing we're trying to get rid of around these parts. Abolish it. We don't need it. Let it go away. Uh, So if you're enjoying some sleep, thank winter and the snow. Probably wants to get all cuddled up in that uh, nice big comforter, Big J. And just get some sleep. Catch some Z's, dude. 
Top-ranked LSU dominated the second half, ended up beating number three Clemson 42-25 in the college football national championship game last night. Joe Burrow is a good football player. He won the Heisman Trophy winner, set a bunch of records, including most yards passing for the game and six total touchdowns, which also was a record. He will probably be the number one pick in the NFL draft to the Cincinnati Bengals. Big J, ESPN wants Tony Romo for their broadcasting team, and they want to pay a lot of money to lure him away from CBS. Apparently, ESPN is prepared to offer Tony Romo between $10 and $14 million a year. That would make him the highest-paid sports broadcaster in history. Of course, Romo has been a hit with fans ever since he joined CBS because he's got some enthusiasm and he's got the ability to predict plays and have a little bit of fun at all. I'm guessing... I mean, it has to be they want him for Monday Night Football, right? They want to get rid of Booger and put him in? Yeah, I would imagine, though, the whole team, a whole different team. Why? You, what makes you say that? Uh, because it's clear that the, this version didn't work either. Well, it, I, I, I truly believe that, that people have a lot less problem with the play-by-play guy than they do with the analyst in that particular booth. Yeah, the you, analyst you, don't has wanna, been a problem you don't want any of that time. stink left over if you're uh, bringing Tony Romo into the booth. Uh, we'll see what ends up happening. I'm and guessing... for God's sakes, keep, to- uh, keep Witten away from any of it. Yes, Witten needs to go away, and then also Booger needs to go away, and then maybe, just maybe, we have an opportunity to... I don't even think he needs to be back on the sidelines. You know what I'm saying? Right. That doesn't seem to be a smart play at all. So we'll see what ends up happening, and nothing is official. Tony Romo hasn't announced that he's leaving or anything like that, so we'll see what goes down. Volbeat has announced that they have got another tour coming. They're looking to tour in honor of their Rewind, We Play, and Rebound album that came out in August, and they announced they're going to kick off a tour in April. Uh, Clutch is opening up, which makes sense because Neil is on the uh, the track that is currently being played on the radio with Volbeat, so uh, it makes sense that Clutch and Volbeat are playing together. I'm guessing they'll have an opportunity to play that song uh, live on stage together, yes? Yes. Uh, as close as they're going to get to these parts of the country is Vegas and Denver again, April 5th and April 7th, so you're looking at a road trip if you want to make that happen. Uh, John Larson is the drummer, and he was talked about why American audience had have embraced Volbeat for a little over a decade now. We must have done something that has tickled the American audiences that makes them go nuts, I guess. But what it is, I really have no idea. Somebody told me a long time ago at a meet and greet or something like that, and he says, thank you so much for bringing American music back to us. God knows what he meant by that, but maybe that's what people feel like. Isn't that what you said to him? I don't remember what I said to John. What is it about Volbeat that American audiences embrace so much in Big J's opinion? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. I have no idea. I'm telling you, it, it's it, it's it's the throwback, right? I mean, it's very Elvisy. There's, there's very... a little something uh, from a, a lot of different you yeah. know uh, genres. I think through time with that band and it mishmashes together in a fun little show that sounds great they're fantastic live they sound great live they're also good people that helps everything in the long run and uh, they support those that support them agree or disagree big j that's for sure so uh hopefully we'll get a uh, another volby date around these parts maybe a little bit later in 2020 certainly not on this first level down on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and we're going to get you set up with some tickets to Stone Temple Pilots. They're going to be here playing acoustic and evening with 
at the Knitting Factory on February 8th. That's a Saturday, friends. So let's get you set up with those tickets. If you can beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown. The number is 208-287-1003. If you'd like to play for these STP tickets, I say good luck to you. Big J, do you have some questions? I do, man. Let's play a game. Good morning, the X. Good morning. Hello? Hello? Are you there? Nope. Good morning, the X. Hey. What's up, man? What's your name? Dennis. All right, Dennis. Good luck. Dennis, this team won the NCAA National Football Championship last night. Uh, Topical. What is it? The Chiefs? No. Wrong. (laughs) I mean, how do you avoid that when you wake up in the morning? Yeah, fun. Hello, the X. The trap. Hello. Good morning. Hey, what's your name? Josh. All right, Josh. This team won the NCAA National Football Championship last night. Who is it? LSU. LSU is correct. Nick, what kind of weather warning typically interrupts the morning after broadcast? <laughs> now, are you looking for the actual warning or the system that does it? The, the warning. Uh, the, uh, an avalanche warning. Nope. Is that correct? Yeah. Right. Uh, and we don't even hear it in here. Josh, we lost you, buddy. Sorry. Got to hold on to that phone call. Hello, the X. Hello? Hello. Hey. Yep. Hey. Uh, what's your name? Nick. Nick, all right. This SNL alum and star of The Waterboy received a harsh Oscar snub for his role in the movie Uncut Gems. Oh, Adam Sandler. Right. Sounds right. Uh, Nick, rapper R, rapper, and R&B artist LL Cool J has starred for almost 10 years in this CBS TV show. Oh, man. Is it CSI or NCIS? And it's got you're looking for the city, too, I imagine, right? Uh, the show. What's the show called? I think it's the Los Angeles version, but which one of those two is it? I'm going to say CSI Los Angeles. No. Damn it. Wrong. Is it NCIS Los Angeles? Yes. Gosh dang right. it. <laughs> Crap. You suck. Crap. Uh, congratulations. Watch some TV. <laughs> I wouldn't watch that even if I did watch that kind of TV. Congratulations, man. You have got STP tickets. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. And make sure you're all set and good to go. Well done with the Pop Culture Smackdown. We'll do a run of headlines. That's happening next to the extra. For headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, with your permission, I'd like to read you the following headlines. They come from a choice of, once again, pays to be dumb. Smooth move or holy bulge, Batman? Holy bulge, Batman! The Batman TV series. You're familiar with it, right? The, with Adam West? Yeah, Bird even though War? it was only on for two years, 1966 to 1968, yep. it's pretty much been immortalized in pop culture. Agreed? Agreed. And Burt Ward is the gentleman who played Robin in the TV series, and he was just honored just now yeah. with a Hollywood Walk of Fame star. I didn't know it was still a thing, but good. It's uh, a little late. It's happening. And so he started to uh, get interviewed about this particular star, and they were like, hey, listen, uh, any you know cool pieces of information from the show that you would like to share with the audience that maybe we aren't familiar with? I mean, look, it's, uh, it's 60 years later. What happened, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, he said that uh, a very interesting piece of information, that the bulge under his superhero tights was too big for TV. According to Ward, ABC told him that he needed to take medication to shrink the bulge 
that was coming underneath his costume because it was too hot for television. Cover it up, John Ham. Yeah. Luckily, the famous sidekick didn't take much time with the prescription. He says, quote, I took him for three days. They made me sick, and he thought, you know what? What if this keeps me from having kids? I'm not going to do that. So he says he just used his cape to cover up the bulge to be safe. And then he threw some shade at Adam West. You ready for this, dude? Okay. He said that Adam West had a different problem. He said he stuffed his tights to make it look better on TV. What do you think about that? I mean, I don't blame him. I, I, I would and have. You've stuffed your tights? I betcha. When are you wearing Dates. tights? Dates. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. But even then, that seems like false Come advertising. On. You just you just go ahead and think that I actually did that? Sure. Yeah, you I can sure. see you doing that. The hell? <laughs> Once again, pays to be dumb or smooth move? Smooth move. Taking medication meant for animals is not a good plan, Big J. And a man from Mexico who has not been named had to have surgery after ingesting a sexual stimulant used by farmers to make sure bulls are good to go for breeding. Oh, man. He told doctors that he took the medication before planning to have relations with his girlfriend. Then he had to go to the hospital after having, you know, an erection for a very long time. How many days, Big J? Five? It's a magic day. Oh, boy. That is when he had to undergo surgery. No update on his condition following the surgery. Hopefully he's okay. Don't take animal pills, guys. Certainly not for bulls. What are you doing? I mean, what are you, an Adonis? <laughs> I mean, there's no way that goes well. No way. I'm not sure what he was thinking was going to happen, but it did not go as planned. Wrap it up with once again pays to be dumb, and this is probably going to make you slap your head on your face, but a woman named Eve Dubois has gone viral, and maybe you've seen the clip. Did you see the clip of the Canadian version of Family Food Feud? Uh, I didn't see the actual clip, but I, I know what happened. Okay. So uh, if you missed it, she was in the sudden death question for her ch- her family for a chance to win $10,000. You know, when they're basically, they haven't had the first team to come to 200. They have a one final question with the top answer on the board, and the first person to get it right wins. And the question was, name Popeye's favorite food. And so Eve rings in immediately, and then she says, chicken. Because Popeye's chicken, right? Chicken. And then she all cockily does like a dance and like she knows she got the answer, right? Yeah, Her family's the, just going, the, oh you're my re- God. You're required to act like a fool on Family Feud. <laughs> you're right. Uh, and then the host immediately hangs his head in shame. It says it's wrong. The other person buzzes in and says the correct answer, which would be what, Big J? Spinach. Correct. And the viral, the clip goes viral, etc. But now what happens, Big J? Uh, Popeye's. Yeah, Popeye's chicken comes in and gave her $10,000 worth of food to Popeye's. What? Yes. So because she did something dumb, we're now giving her the ten grand that she might have won if she did perfectly in Family Feud's final contest, which I'm guessing she probably wouldn't have. But uh, granted, it's $10,000 in fast food, but still, that's a pretty good amount of chicken. Big J. Oh, man. I mean, well, I don't know. Chicken's expensive these days. A bucket of chicken's going to sit you back about 35 bucks. Okay, that's fine. With so the that, sides. So how many buckets of chicken is $10,000? Eight. No. Eight or nine? That is not good. I know that's math, and I'm sorry, but that is incorrect. <laughs> Either way, we got to stop giving people money for doing dumb things. That's all I'm trying to say. Please it's a good promotion. You. Look, you just did Popeye's a favor. I, I, so. Well, listen, Popeye's. Where's our chicken? We have to try that chicken sandwich yet on top of everything else. Come on, Popeye, step up. We're a good six, seven months behind the game. It's usually when we're on top of things, right? Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. Here's traffic. 
Popeye the Sailor Man will take spinach too. We'll take free versions of the uh, Robin Williams movie if you're willing to hand them out. On top of uh, what we have coming up with a little bit of bad impressions, we're going to talk a little bit about bathroom etiquette. But first, we got to take one final trip inside the Idaho Lottery Traffic Center. Let's check in with CB. It's POD. That is Youth of the Nation here on 100.3 The X Rocks. In the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, are you an average man? Yeah. I'm average Joe. <laughs> uh, for instance, when you need to seek refuge from your family, uh, you've got two uh, adult daughters. You have a wife that works from home. Where do you go for some big J time? Work. You come to work? I mean, yeah. When you lay it out just like that, doesn't that make the most sense? Uh, I suppose it does. I mean, it's the one place you can kind of get away, right? Yeah. What about the bathroom? Have you ever, like, hid in the bathroom just to, like, take a little bit of that, t- big J time? No, nah, not really. No, me either. I've never done that either, but... What am I going to do in there? Well, I'd probably just uh, relax. You know, maybe take a little bit longer number two trip than you normally would. <laughs> Uh, At least results from a bunch of men that were uh, studied in 2018. On average, they spend about seven hours a year in the bathroom. Why? Uh, The specific reason? Taking refuge from their families. Findings themselves also revealed that 25% of men don't know how they cope with the stress of home without the bathroom trips. 23% called the bathroom their safe place. Jeez. One third of men surveyed admitted to using the bathroom as a getaway place for quiet time. And as the study uh, says, when their other half is nagging them or they try to avoid the children, that's where they go. Bathroom's not big enough for me to be for it to be a sanctuary. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I will say this. The bathroom is where I get most of my, most of my reading done. I've been uh, fairly vocal about that. Uh, it, it, but it's never been as like a refuge uh, of anything. I don't consider it to be a safe place or an escape place. You know what I mean? It just sometimes I'm like, hey, listen, I want something to do while I'm yeah, trying to do think, my business. You think little kids are going to pay attention to your door being closed? They don't care. No. They barge right in. The hell do they care? Uh, and uh, and so will the wife probably if you're not careful. Right. So what are you doing in there? <laughs> are you taking refuge from me? <laughs> And so there's no escape. You may want to think about that next time you take a trip. But also, I mean, do you need it? Is it that bad? 25% of us can't cope without the bathroom as being like an escape plan. That's weird. But a solid plot for escape plan three. Here's my question of that is, uh, do do you have some sort of plastic shield you have on your books? Me? Yeah. No, no, no. They go in the cabinet so that there's no, uh, they're not out and about kind of a thing. But there's... they're out and about while you're doing your business. Well, of course, I'm reading them. Well, yes. that germs are emanating onto those papers, that pa- that book. What do you think that They're everything that eminence becomes airborne automatically? Yeah, it does. I mean, I, not only studies that, have proven it. I mean, here's what happens: I sit down, I go to the bathroom, I grab my book. I open up the book. When I have finished, I put the book away. I do my business. I wash my hands and I leave. I'm just su- surprised that your your uh, your German germiness is uh, allowing that kind of uh, slip. Nah, there's no transferring of germs. Uh, nothing is touched without the book. You, we're safe. It's a safe place. And if it is, it's my own. And that's a little bit different than other people's germs. That's what grosses me out more oh, okay. than anything. It isn't me. I know I'm gross. I can handle that. It's other people's things I can't handle. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got your bad impressions happening next on the X-Rock. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, and on Wednesday, February 5th, uh, the Egyptian Theater, Dweezil Zappa, will be putting on a heck of a show. We'll get you tickets to that if you can figure out bad impressions. 208-287-1003 is the number you need to call if you would like to play. Bad Impressions works like this. Big J has worked hard to come up with three clues. 
Now, each one of those clues points to somebody that is pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, you can go check out Dweezil Zappa. That's going to be a pretty good show, man. Dweezil. Playing some Frank Zappa stuff, getting all weird. That'd be pretty nice. Yeah. Big J, are you ready? I'm ready. To the phones we go. Good morning, the X. Hey. What's up, man? What's your name? Mike. All right, Mike. Good luck. I started alongside... I'm sorry. <clears throat> I starred alongside fiancé Brad Pitt in Seven. Yes, my head was in the box. Spoilers for Seven. <laughs> Net. I started my own lifestyle brand called Goop, which also includes scented candles that smell like my private parts. <laughs> Is it hers? Net. That's what I heard. Oh. I've appeared in several Marvel, Marvel movies as Iron Man's love interest, Pepper Potts. Don't have it. Mike. Nothing? All right, man. Thank you for calling in. Have a wonderful day. Goop it up. Goop it up with your candles. Hello, the X. What's up? Hey, man, did you hear the clues or do you need them again? Yeah, I heard it on the first one. It's old Gwenny. Gwenny Paltrow. Gwenny. It's old Gwenny. Gwenny Paltrow is right. Hang on one second. We'll get you those Dweezil Zappa tickets for the Egyptian Theater on February 8th. Why God's name is Gwyneth Paltrow in the news? Uh, aside from the uh, candle thing right sold out by the way i know it's <laughs> nuts what's wrong with people <laughs> gross uh we had of course the um the gold globes here recently in zendeha who uh is an actress she's of course uh, stars in the spider-man movies uh spider-man homecoming as mj um she was wearing a, a very uh cool dress and apparently got all kinds of notice from tom ford in the 2020 critics choice awards uh and uh gwyneth uh, commented on her instagram page uh, because she wore uh, something very similar and said quote thank god i can say i have something in common with zendeha forgetting that they have been in a couple movies together <laughs> well that's not accurate they weren't in any scenes together, right, but both right. were in uh, Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming. Once again, famously forgetting that that she is in Marvel movies. I mean, she, this is beyond you know Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon at this point with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But I mean, come on, do you think she's just playing she into trolling that? Everybody? Yeah, that could very well be it. Because uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I'd like to believe that's the case, but like, I mean. There's also some of that where we've talked where I can legitimately understand her confusion about which movie she's in and which one she's not because I bet you, again, like they fly them out to Atlanta in that big old studio and they probably just put a bunch of scenes in the can and then use them as they need Yeah, them. yeah. And then you try to go through and tell me every uh, movie that had uh, Pepper Potts in it. <laughs> right. Because there's a lot. Yes. And, and then there might be like one, just one scene. Right. But that, that she filmed four years ago that yeah. they just ended up popping in there. Or it, using something. Listen, for it. it's not not realistic to hold her to some sort of weird standard, but it's fun to think about. It really is. It's much more entertaining to think that she's uh, just so uh, involved that she can't remember what movie she's been in. Uh, it I makes like her feel better about herself. Yeah, it does because I don't remember lots of stuff. Morning after with I Nick remember even less. And Big J, we will wrap up the show here next to the X Rocks. <laughs> Bad Wolves killing me slowly. Guys, that is going to wrap up the morning after with Nick and Big J on this Tuesday, the 14th day of January 2020. Thank you for joining us this morning on a snow-covered Tuesday here at the Treasure Valley. Hopefully you had fun. Thank you, Big J, for the Packers-themed Christmas presents. Yeah. I'll take the better late than ever. I'm drinking out of the cup. I gave it a good wash. Oh, good. 
It tastes cold and delicious, just like water should. Thank you very much for thinking of me and uh, for uh, kind of, I guess, throwing money the Packers way the week they take on your team. Very cool. I know. Well, I figured it, it's like a, like a bonus for you because you'll be going home at the end of the game and it'll be the end of the season. You're not wrong. So. so we will gladly take that. We also had a chance. Big J will watch a movie tonight called Midsummer. That was a <laughs> critical hit. Midsummer. Midsummer. Well, I didn't believe it's pronounced summer. It just spelled know. a little bit differently. Swedish. Uh, but, yeah, you'll enjoy that. Maybe we'll find out tomorrow exactly how good or bad it is. And, of course, we also give away some Stone Temple Pilots tickets during the show today. Uh, friendly reminder that Taco Time is hiring. If you're looking for a new job, Taco Time is not your average career. You can learn more and apply online at tacotime.com. But, Big J, I give you the floor, sir. Yeah, you know, just when we, uh, you know, the kid or the, the family uh, um, brought home something from the mall, and it's a Rick and Morty build a brick uh, set, set like kind of like Legos. Yes, you said that you've got this for the the boys. I have uh, three different ones that they have. So uh, I, I I was thinking about you know, during football putting this together, and, and I never got around to doing it. And and I was like, you know what? I'll bring it in here and do it. And then, well, you you mentioned uh, the puzzle that we had. It's disappeared. It's disappeared. Who knows where it went? So um, like maybe I don't want to bring stuff in here anymore. It can't be trusted. That's why I kind of want this stuff hung up before one of these pictures disappears. Yeah, you're right. You're honest. right. Uh, you know, we'll, uh, we're waiting for these panels to go back, but uh, we'll, we'll bring in the old drill. I don't need any more because everything's fixed at home. And the level. And the level. Uh, all right. We'll get it done. Square but hammer. Yes. And if you're taking things from the studio, knock it off, man. Knock it off. Are we, we didn't take it and put it somewhere? No, it was right there on the table last I saw it, all put together, and somehow it ended it up in a box. It could be behind and gone. one of these pictures. It, or, no, it's not behind the pictures, but it could be in one of the many uh, drawers that are back here, stuffed with God knows what. Drawers. So maybe nobody took it, and I wouldn't accuse. Uh, you know, I, if anybody around here took it, it was Jason Drew. <laughs> Just going to say, I know how you love to accuse Jason Drew of things he hasn't done. Uh, but so, he, he is coming we have going on. in next. Make sure you tune in to him next set of X-Rock brought to you by GoTeamSaveMoney.com. And Team Maz, a super great place to start your next new or used car adventure. We will see you tomorrow. It's the X-Rock.